Welcome to Ready to Mosh, a podcast all about rock, metal and alternative music. I'm Kev P. And I'm Gem G. Each episode will bring you the latest news, talk about new releases and review gigs and festivals that we've been to. There'll be a smattering of guest interviews and a lot of random chat. As well as podcasts, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search at Ready to Moshcast. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Ready to Mosh. We've made it to the 20s. That was me banging my watch. It was. 20 episodes in and we're still clonking on the table. Still smashing shit around. Yeah, still making so, random background I'm gonna noises. I'm going to take my watch off. There we okay, go. Okay, there we are. Right, yes, episode 20. And this is a normal episode. It's been a while since we've done one of these because we've been pretty full on with the festival content. But we're back with a old school news reviews and a random ramble in the middle. Yeah, just got to... Uh... Remember what order everything goes in. Yes, so I think it goes a bit like this, and we start with the news. So I've got a few bits, and you have. Yeah, I've got some bits. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Right, so first one up is Hanoi Rocks are reforming for an anniversary concert. So they've made it clear it's not going to be a reunion. It's a reformation. It's Yeah, so it's a reformation just for this one thing. What anniversary are they on? It's, well, it's going to be, uh, they're doing it for the 60th birthday of Michael Monroe. Oh, right. I thought it was going to be like, must be 40 odd years. It, it is 40 yeah. years. Yeah, it's 40 years since they've done anything. So. And he's only 60? Yeah. Gosh, I didn't realise he was that young when they started. Yeah, but, and they, yeah. it's, technically it's the original lineup. Mm. Obviously, minus Razzle. Obviously. Um, who's no longer with us, which kind of led to the breakup of uh, Hanoi Rocks anyway. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's just going to be a one-off show by the oh, sounds okay. of it. So it's not going to be a you know big tour and then an album and mm. all of that. It's, it is, sounds like it's just going to be a one-off. Where he said one-off, do we know yet? I don't know. Okay. I forgot to look for that. I don't know if it'd be like a hometown, <coughs> Finland, or if it'd be US, UK. I think sure. it's US. I've got a feeling okay. it's in the US. Yeah, I imagine somewhere in LA, like the Rainbow or somewhere, yeah. whiskey yeah, <laughs> would the, suit, wouldn't it? Yeah, but, it would suit, yeah. I, I think they'd be far too big to Yeah, I'm going to say, probably to too small a venue yeah. for it, though. Okay, then, so first up from me is Ozzy's coming home. He is, yeah. Yes. Coming back to the UK are the Osbournes, and not just that, but it's going to be a series. So 20 years on-ish from the Osbournes. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be called Home to Roost, and it's going to be on the BBC. On the BBC? On the BBC. I was not expecting that. Did you not have Yeah. BBC stroke iPlayer, it'll be available on from next year. Oh, that's going to be a strange one. Oh, there's going to be so many complaints to the BBC about that. Well, if you're not that way inclined to want to watch Aussie, or you, it, yeah, you know what I mean? This then is Britain. People it. just like complaining about shit. That is true. Anyway, I'll probably give it a watch. Okay. Um, Just on a slightly related Osborne note as well, just while we're on them, it's been announced that Kelly is expecting a baby boy with Sid Wilson. So they announced a couple of months ago now, I think, that they're expecting a baby. And they've just confirmed it's a boy, which I believe is due by the end of the year. Okay. So you know that that will be featuring in the docuseries. Yeah, you'd have thought so. Sid Wilson just knocking around Aussie's own. That just sounds weird. (laughs) Random. Yeah. I've got... Um, news of a new album that's expected out this year in November. Yeah. From Nickelback, who oh. are the cold play of heavy metal. That's interesting because I have actually got a mini review on the single from that. All right. Is in that the next coming, segment. Is yeah, that I'll, coming later on? I'll leave it for the review section, otherwise I'll just lose where my brain's at. Okay. Well, interesting because the new album's out in November, does make me wonder if they're going to be a possible headliner for download. Really? Yeah, because there's been a lot of support for them online. They, they are a 
Well, we know they're a Marmite band, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, if Biffy didn't go down well, then what would the reaction be to Nickelback? But you see, I think if it is going to be Nickelback, that'd be quite a Sunday band. You know, Biffy was a Sunday band. Oh, yeah, and that would make sense. And a selection of bands, it seems to have been recently that a lot of people have left early, mm. kind of more than usual. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe Nickelback could be the Sunday band. Could be. I have seen Nickelback live. I've not. I've got to be honest, I don't remember a lot about it. Who were they supporting? Bon Jovi. Ah, uh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Well, I remember, I think they were good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll wait and see on that one then. Yeah. Right, this next one, it relates to an item, a news piece, if you will, um, that we had a few months ago now that turned out to be a non-news item, the ongoing saga of our Ramstein touring next year. Yeah, so they I remember are. that. They are. So they, they are touring next year. They are touring next year in Europe. They've confirmed it. Dates have been announced. Starting on the 22nd of May, the first one I think is Lithuania, right the way through to the 4th of August, the last one announced Belgium and various countries in between, the usual kind of France, Germany, obviously, Spain, Netherlands, Switzerland, I think. Mm You know, the usual places. Surprised the Swiss really. all with all the noise they make and all the pyros they've got. Mm, true. Interestingly, at the moment, there is a gap of download weekend. Ooh. So download next year is the 8th to the 11th. They are playing on the 9th. I'm oh, sorry, they're playing, I think, on the 8th, Ramstein are somewhere mm. else. Um, but then they have nothing up until the 13th or 14th. Yeah, they're definitely playing download. So then. there is a download-shaped gap at the moment. What date's the first day of download? What's the th- well, what's the Thursday? The Thursday would be the 9th, I think. Because it's 8th to the... No, the 8th will be the Thursday, won't they? Because 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th. So when they say download is these dates, they yeah. don't usually include the pre-camping no. dates. As so that'll so. be the 10th, then, they'll play. They'll headline the 10th. Friday? Or Saturday, sorry? Saturday, yeah. Saturday. They'll headline Saturday the 10th. Nickelback Sunday the 11th. Well, this has put our previously recorded predictions. Metallica up in the Friday air. goes to Thursday. Yeah, well, I've heard worse lineups, but we'll wait and see because that elusive first download announcement still hasn't happened. No, despite the the fake post, uh, the fake was it a post? I think it was a fake out? Twitter post last week that said there was going to be an announcement on Monday, as in the one just gone, which was the fifth, I think. Yeah, was the fifth. Yeah, that turned out to be fake. Not even an announcement about an announcement. No. But hopefully soon. Yeah. On festivals, actually, the Slam Dunk lineups started to appear. So they've made a, a big announcement. Well, we've not done Slam Dunk, but I would really like to do this one. There's mm. a lot of bands that I'd want to see here. I mean, I know we've, we've seen a lot of these bands mm. live anyway, but I'd love to see them again. Zebrahead, Trashboat, Holding Absence, Malevolence are there. Creeper, I know you're a fan, I'm not. Uh, Bowling for Soup and Offspring, mm. who I've never seen, I would love to see. Yeah, they're the two that really stand out for me. Like you said, there's a lot of bands we like, but we've already seen. Yeah, and um, the other headline bands, and Shikari. Yeah, who we love anyway. Yeah. But definitely Offspring and Bowling for Soup, I feel like I should see at some point. I, I need to watch both of those bands. Mm. I, I still expect Offspring to be at download, but, you know, would I'd, they, I would though, love to see them. Hmm? If they're at Slam Dunk a couple of weeks before, would they do download yeah, as well? Yeah, of course they would. Yeah. It kind of makes sense to do the circuit, doesn't it? But is it so, not in the kind of the restrictions of download that they're not allowed? Uh, 
No, because so it'll miss far. it all together because Slam Dunk's right on the outskirts of Leeds, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't know how far the um I don't the think it was. hits. Yeah, I don't think it hits that far mm. north. It's mainly across the Midlands. Basically, the circle stretches across yeah, the Midlands. Okay. It doesn't really affect too much going too far north or too far south. Well, I'd be happy if they were at download. What, is it me? Yes, okay. it's you. <laughs> I don't know if you'd finished. I'd finished. Right. Okay. My next one is a ghost-related item because I feel it's been a few episodes since we've mentioned them. Yeah. So, yeah, a few weeks ago, they went absolutely viral thanks to TikTok and Stranger Things. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, no. No. <laughs> I'll fill you in then. So, obviously, you know that Kate Bush running up the hill, yeah, yeah, that yeah, hill, yeah. whatever hill, um, and Metallica all went crazy because yeah. they were in Stranger Things. Well, ghosts weren't in Stranger Things, but... Somebody edited some clips from Stranger Things with Mary on a cross as the music to it, and it just went crazy, basically. Okay. And then since then, people have made other videos and used the song, and it's actually put them, maybe not now, it might have dropped out a bit, but they were like in the top 10 globally streaming songs on Spotify for Mary on a cross in the millions. It's had kind of billions of views on TikTok. That's insane. It also scored them their first UK top 40. They got to number 33. That's how much it was then getting streamed as a result of this. I'm surprised they've not had any Mm. mainstream success, to be honest. Not in terms of singles, albums, but not singles. So yeah, that was their their first UK top 40. And since that, they've released a slowed down reverb version of Mariana Cross. Mm. They've got to milk that money cow, haven't they? To be honest, I'm not as keen on it. No? I know, shock horror, ghost song. You don't like it. I wouldn't say I don't like it. I'm just not as struck on it. It, Yeah. um, Yeah. doesn't tickle me internally as much as the original, shall we say. So it's almost like a a cover version of their own song. It is. It's almost like, can you remember in the olden days when you had your turn to on the wrong wrong speed? speed. It's a bit like that. I mean, it's okay, but I prefer the original. Yeah. So yeah, the world went a bit ghost crazy. There's been a bit of a mixed response in the the ghost fan world, apparently. Mm -hmm. But, you know. It brings some new fans, it brings some new fans, doesn't it? Yeah. And just a little add-on ghost-related item to that. You've seen this anyway, but... Um, one yeah, of the, you showed it, yeah, you showed me, didn't you? One of the nameless schools on the US tour that they're on at the moment had a bit of a fall off one of the um, on-stage risers with his guitar. So yeah, it was Jutty Taylor and he did tweet afterwards that he meant to do it. Of course <laughs> he did, yeah. Yeah, he came quite a cropper, but he did carry on. Is that it for the news? That's it for the news. Oh, okay, that's it for the news then. Right, time for the review section. I've got a couple of singles I want to talk about and an album. Same. I've got, yeah, a couple of singles. I think there's one single that we've both listened to or possibly two. Yeah, actually, I've got three singles. I've yeah. just realised. Yeah, three singles and an album. Yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah. My first one then, we'll start with the singles, is Massive Wagons featuring Benji Webb, Generation Prime. Yeah. And what's catchy, your thoughts? Catchy little ditty now. At first, I wasn't sure. And you've only listened to it. Listened I've listened it to it a few times. Yeah, has it grown on you yet? No. Give it, it time. <laughs> I just, I feel like I should love it, but I'm mm. just not feeling it. No, the first few times I listened to it, I was like, this sounds like a Massive Wagon song and a Skindred song, but they don't go together, but I feel like they do now. It just reminds me of, can you remember that craze in the 90s where everything had kind of like a reggae mix to it? Yeah. I feel like it's that. Bit of Patabantum or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, that kind of random sort mm. of... There'd just be random pieces mm. of reggae and songs, and you just go, why is that there? Yeah. Strange. Yeah, I know what you mean, but the more you listen to it, the more it just kind of blends and sounds right. Yeah, it's, it's probably just going to take some listening. Yeah, I'm just not feeling it at the moment. Yeah, but I do love the whole, I don't know what the word is, the the message of the song, the... 
Ethos, the Ethos, vibe. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Generation Prime, basically, that we're all obsessed with. Amazon Prime, aren't we? Oh, yeah. You want all our deliveries yesterday and all of that. So, yeah, that kind of vibe of it as well, which I think is how the whole album is yeah. based around. Well, not just based around that, but it's very kind of social issues at the moment. Yeah. But they have now released the video. I think it was released yesterday. And it's great. So watch the video. It's really good. Okay. I'll have to give that a watch over the weekend. Yeah, you've got um, Baz in. I don't know if this is intentional, but he's channeling major Rabsi Nesbitt vibes in it. Uh, right, so he's got a vest so, on. Younger listeners may not know who Rabsi Nesbitt <laughs> yeah. was. Is. But yeah, kind of slobbed out, surrounded by upside down smiley Amazon boxes. And, but then you've got sections of the band playing. Obviously, Benji's in it too. So yeah. Definitely recommend giving the video a watch as All well. Right. So, yes, I do like that one, but will agree it is a grower. Okay. Next one is the Shikari Wargasm single, The Void Stares Back. This is growing on me a little. Mm. You see, I wasn't a fan the first time, but it, it's taking it's taking a little warming up, but it's getting there. I don't think older Shikari fans are going to enjoy it, mm. I'll be honest. And there's a lot of... With, especially with the Wargasm pieces in it, I don't yeah. think they're potentially going to like that. I think the newer Shikari fans are going to love it. Yeah. And it feels quite prodigy heavy as well. Mm. It's one of the things that kind of like stands out straight away. It reminds me of kind of like mid-late 90s prodigy. Yeah, I've only listened to it a couple of times and I thought prodigy. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if it's grown on me yet. I'll need to give it a few more listens, I think. Yeah, so it, so it sounds like I need to listen to the Wagons and Benji one and you need to listen to the Wargasm yeah. and Shikari one. We'll do a swap. We'll do a swap on that, yeah. But I'm, I'm feeling that more than the other one. Yeah. Uh, it is a grower, but like I say, I don't think older Shikari fans will like it all. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, since they did... Um, the Sights. That's the one, that album. Yeah. Brain's gone blank. But yeah, a lot of fans weren't keen on that direction from there, yeah. really. So. But, but that's the stuff I really love. I think yeah. that, that's some of the better stuff that they've done. Like, I can get on board with this, but I don't think older fans will. Mm, yeah. My next one, as previously mentioned, is Nickelback. Okay. I've not I've not listened no, to this. I've only listened to it a couple of times, literally, just before this, because I was reading all the headlines going, oh, Nickelback have gone heavy, and I was intrigued. Yeah, it is a heavier sound for Nickelback. I'm not massively familiar with Nickelback's back catalogue, apart from the ones that everyone knows, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, it's got some heavy, chuggy guitars going on in it. My initial thoughts were kind of Metallica, Load Reload era, in terms of the guitars, that kind of sound. But then as I listened to it again, I feel like there's almost a hint of Black Label Society in it. What, kind of a little bit stonery? Kind of. Thick, thick kind of like bass. Yeah, kind of thick guitars and vocally almost, I'm sure. Definitely reminds me of someone and I feel like it is Zach Wilde. That means I'm going to have to listen to it to tell you. Yeah, listen to it and let me know what you think. But yeah, it's definitely the heavier sound of... Okay. Um, I didn't know they had one, but okay. Well, neither did I. That's why I was so intrigued. I thought, oh, I'll just give it a listen so we can mention it. Definitely not saying I like it, not saying I dislike it. Probably not going to become a Nickelback fan, but you never know. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Yeah, but yeah, different one I thought I'd mention. I don't right. think we've ever mentioned them before. No, I don't think we have. <laughs> Twice in one episode. <laughs> Next one I've got up is the new single from Those Damn Crowds. Same. Which we heard at Stone Dead Festival. We did. We heard it live. That was an exclusive, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. yeah the first time they they played that live. Yeah. Shane was very excited to tell us about it and done a video and everything. And what do you think? I really like it. I do. I think it's a. I was trying to think how to describe it. I think almost like a bigger heading towards an arena sound behind it. That kind of. Yeah, I get, I get what you mean by yeah. that. Yeah. 
and it, it's almost got a not an industrial twang to it, but you know the kind of like the distortion that you used mm. to get through the yeah like through the late nineties, like bands like Filter. Yeah. It's got that kind of feel to mm. it. And it works really well. Yeah. And if this is the direction that they're going in, mm. it's it's gonna be great because they'll you know, they're gonna get bigger and bigger. This has been my favourite single of the week that I've been listening to over yeah. the last week or so. Yeah, I think well, yeah, I think it's mine because it's one I instantly liked. Whereas the other ones of the growers, the growers on, yeah. yeah, this was instantly like, yeah, it's just got, yeah, just like a, a bigger sound and a, a nice big chorus and some good yeah, melodies it's to just, it. It's it's just fuller, isn't it? It's not. Mm. It's slight. It's, although it's still similar to the early stuff, it's, yeah, it's different. Yeah, that's why I couldn't think how to describe it. It's not like they've gone like on a major tangent with the sound, but it is. Yeah, I think yeah, it's like, they've kind of branched off from yeah. where they first were. Mm. And they've kind of evolved. Yeah, that's what I put down. Evolved. Sound. They, they've kind of evolved, evolved yeah. the sound. This is what it's become. Yeah. It's re- if this, if the mm. album's going to be like this, yeah. I can't wait because yeah. I really want to listen to that. Mm. I think that's out in February. Yeah, it's a long wait, but it's going to yeah. be. I'm really looking forward mm. to that. And also, I don't know if you read this anywhere, but I just spotted it. The video that they've done was done by Loki Films, as oh. we discussed with Lake Malice in our yeah. Lake Malice interview episode, which if you've not listened to, go back Don't and listen, listen to it, it's a very good one. But yeah, it's a Loki Films video. I've not seen it yet, but it is available. I just didn't get a chance before we were Oh, right, I didn't know that. This. Yeah, I'm, I'm mm. going to give that a watch then. Yeah. I, I love the, the videos that Loki Films have done for yeah. different artists. So that that's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm going to check that out later. Right, going to albums then. Mine is Five Finger Death Punch Afterlife. I'll be honest, I'd forgot this had been released. Yeah, I had. Um, just to jump in as well, obviously it's been a while since we've done some reviews, so some of these might be a bit older than what we would normally review. Yeah. I think this was out a couple of weeks ago now. Okay. I would say, overall, it's similar to, you know, if you probably a couple of months ago now we reviewed their single. Yes. And we kind of just went, oh, it's okay. So five finger death point, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, my overall opinion of the album is that really? Well, kind of middle of the road for five yeah, finger. I think so. I mean, I've listened to it a few times a couple of weeks ago when it first got released, and then I listened to it, kind of skipped through it again today, just as a refresher. But um, yeah, I'd say it's got the generic kind of formula that they have in that they've got majority kind of heavy songs and then two or three slower melodic ones yeah. are there any kind of like standout tracks do you think well funny you should ask because i've noted a few down okay <laughs> i mean some of them kind of I had it on in the background to listen to and the first time it was just there and then as i kind of kept it going on a loop others stood out so i mean the first track that's actually really grown on me mm. that's kind of it is your typical death punch kind of punchy chorus and then a no punchy verses and then a melodic chorus yeah that kind of thing kind of fast and chuggy slows down but that's really cool title track afterlife that's number two that comes in again that's i'd say it's on the a bit slower side but again that one's grown on me yeah. um the first one that actually stood out to me is iou which is about halfway through that was the first one probably on the first listen i was like oh i really like that one that's got quite catchy mm tune to it one in particular i don't like is judgment day it's almost like a really almost kind of rappy gangster rap kind of sound to it and i think i got to that one and i was like i'm really not sure about this but then iou follows it and i was like oh actually that's better yeah so um on the whole it's pretty standard death album yeah, you can listen to it. It's not offensive to the ears, but it's not a standout. So I would rate it probably a 7 out of a 10. Okay. Kind of a mid-league, just, yeah, just, mid-table it's all right. team. Just it's there. there. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. 
So, I mean, by all means, give it a listen. like to hear what you think of it. But yeah, the, the single, I think that's about third track in, that kind of, you can see how that fits into the album. And I definitely think in terms of that single choice, there are other ones that would have been better. I'm not yeah. quite sure what they're going to do as a single next or if they've released another single from it yet. But yeah, it's it's skippable, but listenable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been listening to the new Megadeth album, which is The Sick, The Dying and The Dead. Yeah. And I know you don't like Megadeth. No. But you should give this a listen because there are going to be some songs on here you really like. Really? Yeah, I, I just know that you'll like some of these. This is actually, I didn't realise how many it was. It's Megadeth's 16th album. Wow. That's a hell of a catalogue. Yeah, I don't think I realised they got that many. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, they've been around, you know, forever. But yeah, it's 16 albums deep now. And this one, it did take a few listens to get hooked. But once it kind of gets you, it gets you. And it the, the intro to it is actually really, is kind of possibly unintentionally funny. Hmm. So there's, um, do you remember Monty Python? I think it was in, uh, which I think it was Holy Grail, mm. where they're walking through the streets going, bring out your dead, bring out your dead. Yeah. Imagine that, the bring out your dead piece at the beginning of the album. Really? Yeah. So it's kind of like unintentionally okay. funny. Obviously, if you remember that scene from Monty Python. Mm. And yeah, there are some really, really great tracks on here. So the first track, which is the, obviously the, by the name of the same album, uh, the Sick of the Dying and the Dead. That's really, really good. Second one is Life in Hell, which has uh, got some really, it's a really good fast thrash song. Really impressed with that one. And the third one, randomly, called Night Stalkers, has got Ice T on it. It comes in at around three minutes. And I'll be honest, I don't know why, because like, I love Ice T, I love Body Count, but it doesn't work on this. It's, I just don't get why. It just doesn't work with Dave Mustaine. I can't imagine it working. No, I've not really, heard it, but on paper that wouldn't work. No, it really, really doesn't. And then the album does slip off a little bit through kind of like tracks four and five. Mm. So I'm not a big fan of those. But then number six is a track that I think you'll like called Killing Time, mm. which opens like Def Leppard. Okay. Yeah. So that the, might be the, selling point. Yeah. So this is why I think you'll like it. And this song actually really picks the album back up again. And yeah, I, so I think you really need to listen to this. The seventh track as well. So I've, I've got a lot of really standout tracks on this. The seventh track is... Oh, no, sorry. I think it's... Uh, I, I got that wrong. It wasn't Killing Time that's the Def Leppard sounding one. It's uh, Junkie. So Junkie's the, mm. the, uh, that one. Track seven, Psychopathy. It's, it reminds me a lot of uh, Public Enemy number one. Mm. Yeah, you, you know, you remember the video. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really love that one. Track eight, Killing Time, has got an incredible chorus on it. I absolutely love it. It's kind of like from track six onwards, I can't stop listening to it. Track nine as well, another one. Imagine Alice Cooper on speed. Okay. We, but I think, I think you'll vision. like it. It really works. Yeah, it's, it's another great track. And the last one as well is fantastic. It ends almost, it's almost like a party note. I mean, I don't know what was going through Dave Mustaine's head when he kind of wrote all this, because this was probably written during COVID. Mm. But, you know, when you've got songs like The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead, Sacrifice, Killing Time, God knows what headspace he was in when he wrote all this stuff. The last track, The Planet's on Fire, brackets Burning Hell, mm. has got uh, Sammy Hagar on it. Okay, I can see that working. Yeah, he, and he really does. Mm. And imagine it kind of like being, if Dave Mustaine wrote the Rocky Horror Picture Show... <laughs> 
that's that's the best way to describe that track. Okay. And um, you're kind of selling it to me then. Yeah, and I, I actually think this is um, a real return to form for Megadeth. Mm. I think they've maybe done one album in kind of like the last ten years that's been really strong, but this is right up there. Mm. This is really up there, and okay. um, it's. It's kind of pushing its way up to becoming one of my favourite Megadeth albums. Mm. Okay, I will try and remember to give it a listen. I will make you listen to it. Okay. (laughs) I suppose that wraps the reviews up, does it? Yeah. Okay, so now it's time for Rock the Week, when we look back on this week in rock and metal history. Been a while since I've had to try and say that sentence. So... We're looking back on the week of the 12th to the 18th of September. I've got a couple of album-related ones and then a couple of general ones. And I've got a couple of albums too. Okay. So I'll start with my albums then. So on the 12th of September 1989, Aerosmith released their 10th studio album, Pump. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what was on that. That was, um, well... Not all the... I'm not going to give you the whole playlist. <laughs> Songs to know. Um, Love in an Elevator. Yeah. Jamie's right. Got a Gun. It's good. And I think Young Lust is on that one. Okay. So yeah, that was a good album. Is a good album. What's the other one that I'm thinking of then? The one that was out after that, I think it was. Um, Get a Grip. Are you yeah, thinking of that one? Probably. Others. Yeah. And then that's probably one of my other favourite Aerosmith albums, I would say. Eat the Rich. Yeah, that's on there. Um, I think Living on the Edge is on that one. Yeah, they are good, and good songs. Crying. That's an awful song. Really? I, I thought you were going to say that. awesome song. <laughs> oh, no. No, really don't like that. That's when they started moving into that poppy era. Yeah. I know what you mean. I do I do like it, though. Yeah. Soft spot for that one. <laughs> but it is an overplayed video. Yeah. Definitely. On the 17th of September 1991, Guns N' Roses released Use Your Use Your Illusions 1 and 2 mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Both got, well, no, they didn't both get to number one because they can't both get to number no. one. They were numbers one and two respectively in the charts, but which way round? Mm, you remember? One and two. So one, one and two at two, are you saying? Yeah, because November Rain's on number one. It is, but wrong. Okay. Number two got to number one. Number one got to number two. Which, the, which chart is that? That's the US album charts. Okay. And that's obviously in the first week of release, what they did beyond I it, that. I, I wonder don't if know. it was different in the UK. Could have been. I didn't think to look up, actually. Because we're British and we do things properly here. We do. So things must be in orderly queue. <laughs> yeah. So mm. I'll have to have a look at that see which way around it was in the UK. Yeah. Or it could be quite interesting, just going off on a tiny tangent now. As a little study, you could do a spreadsheet in all sorts of different countries around the world. What order they got to? Yeah. What does it say about that country? What your favourite easy illusion is? (laughs) Anyway, moving on to a couple of general things that happened this week. In 1983, on the 18th of September, Kiss appeared for the first time without their makeup on. Okay. And it was on an MTV interview to promote Lick It Up. Which they played at download. They did. In makeup. And yeah. I've read somewhere that they wouldn't play non paint period music anymore. I've read that as well. In the live shows. Yeah. 
They'd only, they would only play mm. stuff from the paint, from the days of paint. From the days of face paint. <laughs> yeah, as it were. Um, yeah, I've read that too as well, actually. So, hmm, but it was the last tour, adult, so fuck it. Do what they want, don't they? It's Kiss. It is. Are you going to tell them they can't do that? Like, yeah, because Gene and Paul really get what well, my input is. You never know. <laughs> right, my last one is 13th of September 1991. Mm-hmm. Geffen threw a launch party for Nirvana for the release of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. And that isn't the story itself. The twist on the tale is Nirvana got thrown out of their own party for having a food fight. That's a lot of food to move to get thrown out of your own party, and there's a lot of things they could have done worse than that. Yes, to both of those. I mean, it's not just one sausage roll or volivant flinging across Flying the room. Across the room yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the extent to which the food was I would have to have seen what they did to do that. Yeah, have a look. See if there's <laughs> any pictures anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, thrown out of their own party. Interesting. Mm, rock and roll. Right, well, I've got the number one album this week, of in 1998, which was Follow the Leader by Korn. Okay. Which was a pretty good album. It's Korn's third studio album. And it also got to number two in the UK albums chart, just to give you an idea of how big mm. that album was. Yeah. It had two big singles on it, the biggest being, obviously, Freak on a Leash. Of course, yeah. Or Kerrang's Every Other Video at the time. Yeah. And pretty much still is now. And... It was nominated for nine MTV mo- uh, nine MTV Music Awards. Okay. So that was quite an achievement. And it also had another big single on it, Got the Life, which I think is, for me, is actually a better song. I think it's a better single completely. Uh, but obviously the uh, Freak on a Leash everybody goes crazy for. Yeah. I think it was the video. It's got to have been the video and everybody just got hooked. Probably did, yeah. It's just one of those, you know... All bands have certain songs where the video is just constant on crying. I think that's what it was with them. Yeah. Ten years down the line, there's another new metal album, which was All Hope Is Gone by Slipknot. Not my favourite Slipknot album. No, my least favourite as well. Mm. And it's the last album with the original lineup on it. And it's the only album that has all nine members writing. Okay, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, which explains a lot. Yeah, I didn't realise that, actually. No, I, I, until I was reading about it, I didn't realise. Definitely explains if you've got that many people inputting into Those the music. Those many brains, yeah. It's and everybody approaching bit, it from yeah, different ways. Say different priorities for what they want it to sound like. And, yeah, which is why it's probably a mess. Mm, and the big single off that was Psychosocial. Which is the best song on the album, I would say. Yeah, I can't argue with that. It's, it is the the best of a bad bunch, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's it's just a strange one. Mm. And then, obviously, after that, Paul Gray died a couple of years later. He did, yeah. Just before the, the next album. Mm. And then, sadly, Joey after that. Um, yeah, well, Joey no, left. No, well, Joey left, sorry. Yeah, Joey left the band. A little while later. Yeah, it was a little while later, but, yeah, but, 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 but Joey was, yeah. well, kicked out of the band, yeah. wasn't he? Essentially, yeah. So, mm. so that, that album's just a really odd one. Now I know that it kind of things make do make a lot more sense about it. Why it's, a, sense. why it's yeah. so patchy in places and just mm. not, yeah, just not right. Skippable. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, very skippable. Yeah. Okay. Is that all you've got for today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that wraps up this week in history. Then, which is now in itself history. 
Right, so we were chatting a couple of weeks ago about merch. We were, and decided to make it a feature. Yeah, some of the random tat that's out there from many of the bands. And we thought it'd be interesting to see what kind of, just what you can get. Yes. And I've got a feeling this is going to come back around at some point as well. Yeah, we said it's probably going to be almost like a, a sub-series. Yeah, potentially, yeah. Because obviously new stuff's coming out all the time, so every few months we can have a trawl along band website merch stores. Yeah, and, and there's there's going to be new uh, new bands out, and yeah. or bands become more established and get the opportunity to sell more crap, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for want of a better word. Obviously the C word coming up, there's going to be a lot more things for sale, potentially. Yeah, don't know why... Um, by cunts coming up, but... (laughs) Right, so let's kick off with uh, a band that's not technically a rock band, kind of more of an indie band. Yeah. And I've got tattoos, you've got tattoos, but would you like a Weezer, Van Weezer temporary tattoo? No, thank you. Are you sure? It's got a bit of a Van Halen feel to it. Mm, Maybe then. Yeah. Um, you know, temporary tattoos, like when was the last time anybody had a temporary tattoo over the age of 10? Yeah, I was probably about eight. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. I can't believe they're selling just tat like that, to be fair. That is an odd one. Not one I've come across in my trolls through the um, ethers of merch stores. Okay. So what have you come across? Like my first one is from Behemoth. Uh-huh. They do sell some shit. Do they? They, the, the merch store's mental. I didn't think it was too bad compared to a couple of others I've looked at. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, one item I did pick out in particular that I quite like and may purchase myself one day is a glass coffee jar. <laughs> right. But just to add on to that, they do actually sell their own coffee beans. So the idea is that you buy your coffee beans and you've got a lovely nice glass behemoth jar to store them in, which would look quite nice in your kitchen. Yeah, that's... I get that. Mm. So when we say we've found a lot of tout, I also found some pretty cool stuff that I wouldn't mind owning myself. <laughs> so yeah, that's my first one. All right. Well, number two for me is a band that we wanted to see at Bloodstock. I think it was. Gua. Gua, 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 gua. So they sell vapes, ashtrays, CBD cigarettes... And I just wasn't expecting to come across it on the website for a band as merch. No, again, not one I came across. No, so, I mean, it definitely explains a lot about them. But, uh, yeah, vapes and ashtrays, and it's just a little bit bit of a curveball, that one. Yeah, it's different, I suppose. Yeah, well, there's not many bands doing that sort of stuff from what I've seen, so... No, and given how big vaping has got, I'm actually quite surprised. Or maybe other bands don't want to. I'm surprised down Ghost there. haven't done it. So you've got the Ghost effect smoke. Well, I didn't spot it, but more about them later. <laughs> All right then. Okay, my next one is a band that we love a lot. We love a lot of bands. We do. Um, we've gone on their merch site various times and marvelled at the daft things that they sometimes have on there. Right. But I have to say, this time there was only one item that particularly stood out to bring onto the episode. Um, so I'm talking about Massive Wagons. Oh, yeah. They they do sell some stuff, yeah. Yeah. And they sell a stick of rock. <laughs> you can get your son a Massive Wagons peppermint stick of rock. 
But what would you do with the stick? That's what. I, that's the thing with that sort of thing. What would you do with it? Well, you'd eat it. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you do with a sticker rock? Well, that's kind of what I'm alluding to. It's like, oh, well, you could just have it on a shelf. I mean, yeah. sticks of rock. I don't believe go off easily. It would probably last forever because <laughs> it's just pure sugar, isn't it? Is it is pure so. sugar. Yeah. So um, as long as it's sealed, it'll be fine. So you know, one for the bookshelf. Yes, <laughs> random sticker rock. Yeah. Where have you been on your holiday this year? Massive wagons. Yeah. Exactly. I am sure they will be featuring in future episodes anyway. Okay. Well, my third one is uh, one of the biggest bands in music, Metallica. They sell the biggest pile of tat I've ever seen in my life. In some ways that surprises me and in some ways it doesn't. (laughs) All right. Well, you can get a Metallica Monopoly set. That's not too unusual. There's a lot of novelty Monopoly out there. Okay. Okay. But have you ever had a Metallica Cluedo set? No, I've not seen any other Cluedo sets apart from Well, there's Cluedo. a Metallica one. There is a Metallica one and it's on their website. Okay. Got... And you, you can buy them both as a bundle. Can you? They've got mm. Game of Life coming soon. <laughs> yeah, so you can you can get those as a, as a pack. There's also a Metallica turntable, which at least is kind of musically related. I guess, yeah. Is it like a proper... Old school turntable, or is it like no, a Bluetooth it's, it's speaker like a, kind yeah. of? Okay, it's like an updated version. Yeah, a modern one, if you yeah. will. Yeah, you can have a Metallica watch. Mm, I've seen other watches about. I think Metallica earplugs. No, but kind of makes sense, I guess. Protect your tabs and all that. Yeah, well, so I, I suppose to a point. Mm. A Metallica camping chair. Mm, again, would fit for a festival or. But what else do you need thing? at a festival? Keep out of the sun. You would need a Metallica canopy, or a gazebo, if you will. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a new one. So they've got that as well. If you're allowed to put it up. If you're allowed festival, to put it up, well, yeah, that's you know, the thing. Always restrictions on gazebos. And then the final one from their offerings is a Metallica hockey puck. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> because what, what says Metallica more than ice and hockey? To be honest, that going back to... Wagon stick of rock. What are you going to do with a hockey puck? Oh, well, I used to have some hockey pucks. Yeah, but you got them at a hockey match. Uh, from hockey games, yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. It was part of the An game. experience, yeah. An experience, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't see <sighs> Lars and James playing much ice hockey, to be fair. I mean, some of these random things I kind of get. You know, if like lots of bands do them, like plushies or pop things, what do you call them, funky pop things... So people collect an item. Yeah. Like a fridge magnet almost. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So you've got all different ones. But yeah, that's just... That, that is random. That is for your enthusiast who will just buy anything, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Metallica have identified a niche crowd that want hockey pucks. Yeah, well, curious to know what the sales are like. Are you done on Metallica? Uh, that, yeah, that was the final one for Metallica. I've got Ghost next, and they do have a a wide variety of items on their merch store, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. I've picked three out for today's episode. Okay, and what they've got? And these are all quite random, not seen anywhere else. First up is a nice practical item, a Papa 4 robe blanket. A dressing gown? No, it's it's an actual robe blanket. I don't think it's got a belt like a dressing gown. So it's just like a big cosy blanket with a hood. And it's got the pattern that Papa Emeritus 4 wears on the current tour. Well, he wears a few gowns, I know, but one in particular modelled it on. Um, So, yeah, that looks nice and cosy. The next one 
is a paint your own papa statue. Sounds awful. <laughs> so um, basically it does what it says on the tin, this one. It's a five inch statue. And that is some geese that flying over. Fuck. <laughs> geese on their way to bed. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, a five inch statue and it comes with eight paints and a brush. And yeah, you can basically just paint it yourself to obviously do your face paint, but it's the whole shebang. You can paint his hair, his robes, his clothes, you know. And just... Ghost meets Dungeons and yeah. Dragons. So, yeah, <laughs> £35 for a little bit of ghost oh, art God. and craft. <laughs> Jesus. But, you know, oh, something different. My. Reminds yeah. me of like in the, I don't know, 80s or 90s, you used to be able to get like paint your own garden gnome sets. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and my last one for ghost is a sermon spirit board. A Ouija board. Yeah, basically. Um, so this one is, yeah, it's, it's a Ouija board and you get a cardinal copia planchette that you can use to summon some ghostly spirits. Right. But, you know, it kind of, it fits the ghost. It, it fits the theme, I suppose. Theme, yeah. Yeah, it's absolute um, tap, but it fits the theme. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they're my three ghost items to bring to the episode. Right, well, I've got a really cool one for number four mm. and a bit of tat okay. from the same band. So the piece of tat... Which band are we on? Oh, yes. I should probably tell you who the band is. That would help. help. Maybe next time, though, we could take it in turns. We could describe the item and guess the band. Guess who it is. That's, oh, that's an idea. There we go. Anyway. So the band is Ramstein. Oh, that's interesting. I've also got Ramstein next. <laughs> All right. Well, my first one of their two pieces is a license plate holder. Oh, okay. I think I saw that. Yeah. But I didn't pick it out. Don't get why you'd want that. No, is it even legal? Well, that's the other thing. I suppose it depends on which country you're in. Because each country's got its own driving laws. I suppose, yeah. So, yeah, Mm. I found that really weird. Yeah, it's kind of the next step up from people having little sticker decals on the cars, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. Well, that was an odd one. But we've all gone to buy merch before. Yes, we have. And what's the issue with the merch? They just hold it up in front of you. So you've just got to hope that it actually is the right size. Oh, like when your T-shirts, you mean? Yeah, Yeah. so like T-shirts, your jumpers, hoodies, whatever. Yeah. What if you went to Berlin to the Ramstein store? Really? Yep, they have their own shop. It looks really cool. Oh, like a, a football merch store, I guess, at the ground. Yeah, yeah? pretty much, I suppose, yeah. it's um, quite. It looks like quite an old building, but... Yeah, I like the idea of that. I would like to go to that. Yeah, I suppose it's a, something to do in Berlin. Yeah. I'm sure there are many other things to do in Berlin. But, yeah, but it, from, a, kind of like from a music point of view, that's mm. quite an interesting... It is. I've not come across a band doing that before. No, I, shop, I don't think. I mean, there are, I suppose there are a few, only a few bands that could probably do mm. it. And I guess it might be like a, a hometown. It could be, thing. yeah. Would make more sense, wouldn't it? But yeah, but you can try all that shit on in the Ramstein store. Okay. I keep saying Ramstein instead of Ramstein. Ram. Ramstein, yeah. Are they your picks of the Ramstein? That is, they are my picks. Okay, I've actually got quite a few. Okay. Most of these are kind of home and garden related items. Right. I went for, because they've got, obviously, all your different sections on there. So yeah. that was what intrigued me the most. So first up, you can get a Ramstein logo wall shelf. Right. And so obviously, your Ramstein logo, it's a big, I don't know what it's made of, some kind of wooden thing. 
probably MDF. I feel like it should always be metal. You would think, wouldn't you? But I'm pretty sure it was wooden. Um, Yeah, so you can just have that plonked up on your wall. I don't know if it comes flat-packed or if it's Mm ready-built, but that will cost you 620 euros. No, thanks. (laughs) I did note a couple of prices on these ones just because I was like, really, do people buy that? (laughs) Yeah, who's getting this shit? Again, well, people probably have shrines to Rammstein. A ram shrine, if you will. A ram shrine, yeah. (laughs) Moving on then, another item I noticed is what they actually, um, they term it a radio. I'm doing inverted commas. Mm -hmm. But it's actually just a smartphone speaker, but it looks like an old kind of vintage radio. Oh, yeah, I get it. I think it was kind of a woodeny one. Looked quite cool if you want a speaker that just looks looks a bit different. Older, yeah, vintage style. Just popping out to the garden for the next item. This might go with your Metallica gazebo you can get a Ramstein fire torch, as in a big metal, I think this one must be metal. Oh, right, okay. Kind of, think a small Olympic torch kind yeah. of item. Yeah. Of course, Which looks involves quite cool. fire, yeah. Yeah, sits with their stage show, doesn't it? €145 Euros for that one, if you like one. No, thanks. Okay. <laughs> right, and then finally, just moving up to the bathroom, you can get a Ramstein basin plug. In what fact, not is... a ma- sorry, not a Ramstein basin plug. They actually come in two designs, so you can have one for your sink and one for your bath. What is the fucking point of that? That is next level shit. Yeah, but you know, you could have your wall shelf on and then your bath plugs, Ramstein <laughs> bathroom, and they're only twelve euros each, so that is a bargain. <laughs> twelve euros, Jesus yeah. Christ! Don't know what your average plug cost is, but anyway, it's not twelve euros. I'll tell not? you that now. No. Right, and then finally we have. Some soap that you can also put in your Ramstein bathroom. More pointless Ah, stuff. Let me finish on this one, though. You can get some normal blocks of soap. Yeah. But you can also get a 20 centimetre penis-shaped soap, which comes with a suction cap at the bottom so it can stick on your sink. Right. I read that Ramstein do a range of dildos, but I couldn't find them on the website. I didn't see them. I actually, when I saw the soap, thought that's what it was. Yeah. Obviously I'd, very similar looking. I saw them do like a, a range of five, six different colours, but I couldn't find them on the site anywhere. Mm. So unless it's something that they did as a limited run or as a promo for something. Could have been. I don't maybe. know. But anyway, if you fancy a Schlagbaum soap, yeah. vegan and cruelty free, 24 euros. Wow. And that's my little tour of the Ramstein store. <laughs> okay. Well, my last one is Aussie. So is mine. There we go. Right, okay. So my Aussie is a brilliant bad taste piece of shit. Okay. And surprise me. Yeah. And it's a soft toy bat that has a detachable head. Really? Yeah. Oh, quite like that. Or maybe I don't. <laughs> mm, I'm not well, sure. Well, where do you actually. sit on the fence for that one? I'm not sure actually. Ooh. Mm. But yeah, you can you can buy yourself your very own detachable headed bat okay different (laughs) can't believe he's found a way to make money out of that i can't well sharon's probably Aussie probably hasn't got a clue he's selling them (laughs) um right my aussie item i wasn't actually looking at aussie this came to me as a sponsored ad on facebook so obviously my phone's been listening to me looking at other band websites yeah and this is actually on amazon it got promoted cue another advert popping up this is an aussie harmonica which comes in a coffin-shaped box. Has Ozzy ever played a harmonica? No idea. Has he? I can't think of him playing a harmonica on anything. 
No, off the top of my head, I can't think. Sabbath, maybe. Had. I feel like there is definitely at least a Sabbath yeah. song with an intro. But would it have been Aussie? Probably not. No. Anyway. Okay. You could get an Aussie um, harmonica if you would like one. Lots and lots of random crap. Yes. It's like going through the middle of Aldi or the middle of Lidl, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Um, one thing I did note as well, actually, when I was just looking through, ver- not just these bands, but other band websites. Yeah. Pretty much every band has a jigsaw or at least one jigsaw. Yeah, I've saw, I've seen quite a lot of these. Yeah. I wonder if it is that a pandemic thing where... Well, that's what I was going to say. Have they always had band jigsaws? Or, you know, that phase probably halfway through the pandemic where everyone was doing jigsaws yeah. in the winter. Apart from me. <laughs> yeah. You were just watching me do jigsaws. <laughs> yeah, does it stem from that? Has it always been a thing? Because I guess they could be quite collectible as well. Because you could do it and then frame it, couldn't you? You can yeah, get those you, things you where you can get, get it glued or yeah. resined in place to make it a picture. But yeah, I just thought, oh, everyone's got a jigsaw. That mm. could be, again, something that maybe just people collect. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, there we go. Okay, last up then, we have got our Ready to Mosh recommendation for this week. And for this week, we have chosen Devastator. Yep. They've been mentioned a few times on the podcast previously when we've seen them live. If you're not familiar with them, they are a black thrash quartet from Derby, mm-hmm. like all the best things are, mm. um, formed in 2017. They have one album out so far, baptised in Blasphemy, which they released in 2020, which has some great songs on it. There's the title track. Other ones that I really like, Howling Night, Worship the Goat, and Death Slut. Yep, all great songs. So we, we've seen them twice. Yes. I believe so. We first saw them at Mangata Festival, and we've seen them since at Bloodstock yeah. in the tent where they got a fucking huge crowd. They did, the New Blood They're tent. in the New Blood stage, on the New Blood stage. Yeah. And I the think, crowd they got was massive. Yeah, I think they went through Metal to the Masses, Chesterfield Heat, I yep. believe. Went through that route to get there. And well-deserved so. Yeah, definitely. They were a really great band to have there. And they, they've got a really cool kind of fan base as well. Mm. Yeah, I was surprised how big the crowd was actually at Bloodstock. I mean, there was a lot of people watching them at Mangata. Obviously, that was slightly different because yeah. they've not got the same kind of clashes that you would get yeah. at Bloodstock. But still, yeah, there was a good crowd. Yeah, they absolutely packed that tent out. Mm. And it was well worth the humidity to... Absolutely. And heat to watch them. They were yeah. absolutely amazing. And they were the only band we actually ventured into the tent to see all weekend they as were, well. Yeah. So. And we took someone with us, didn't we? We were telling someone about them in the Serpent's Lair bar beforehand. Yeah, we were talking about them and uh, he just wanted to, he asked if he could tag along and mm. watch them with us. And they instantly gained a new fan. Yeah. He really enjoyed them. So it's... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we're, we're big fans of Devastator and looking forward to seeing them again. Yeah, they have got a couple of upcoming gigs that we're aware of next month. Yeah, so they are playing Fuel in Cardiff yeah. on October the 21st. And then on October the 22nd, they are at Scruffy Murphy's in Birmingham. Yeah, so if you're nearby in either of those places, go and check them out. And if you're not nearby, keep an eye out for where they are playing. Yeah, they will be, they will be playing somewhere local. They, they seem to be getting out and about now, so... Yeah, and in the meantime, go and check their album out Yeah, listen well. to the album. The album's yeah, really that, good. Yeah, if you like any kind of level of thrash, go and check them out. You will love them. Well, that's it for another episode. So thanks for listening. 
Don't forget you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, Ready to Moshcast. And we're also on YouTube if you just search Ready to Mosh. And while I'm thinking about it, if you listen to this on something like Spotify, give us a five-star review. Why not? I would. Me too. Make it stop, Moog. <laughs>